Yeah, way up. Yeah, yeah, you already know the vibes. I ain't with that switching sides. From Chicago, my motive is stay alive. Stay up, stay up. Never fade away like mine. I'm, I'm dripping like yo, 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 what's good, what's happening, threes from the ring is what's good, we back, this your boy Chris J, got my boy Trail Sav on here, alright, we got decent little stuff to talk about this week, we'll go straight into it this week, uh, let's go straight into the NBA, uh, bubble updates, and the biggest news amongst the bubble updates is Lou Will is back in the bubble. Fossil controversy and one of the situations that we thought would probably happen, which is players leaving the bubble, going somewhere they're not technically supposed to be, and then coming back like it's sweet. And Lou Will did exactly that. That man, Lou Will, went to a funeral, which was supposed to be for his grandfather or something like that. More likely he did is what? I think it's OG. I don't think it was his OG. I think it was his grandfather. If it was his OG, I don't think people would be hitting this. I think it would be a more aggressive turnout if it was, if he lied on his pops like that. Well, I would say lied, but I believe it was his grandfather. Uh, yeah, he went to his grandfather's funeral. He left the bubble for that, which is, hey, genuinely understanding. It's, your OG, it's one of your uh, elders. Like, hey, I have to be there. So, man's went to Atlanta for his funeral, left the funeral, went to Magic City to get some food. Now, according to him, he went to Magic City to get some food, which I believe as well. But one does not just go to Magic City for food. If you don't know what Magic City is, it is a strip club, one of the most well-known strip clubs in the world, actually. Like, not just say it's one of the most well-known strip clubs in Atlanta is kind of disrespectful. In the world. Like, every rapper brings up Magic City in some capacity. So, with that being said, uh, went to Magic City. Got caught there by some rapper named Jack Harlow. I don't know who Jack Harlow is. What's Poppin'? Song. But about Bob Stockton. He made that song. Oh. Well, yeah. Okay. See, never knew it was him. I only heard that song one time. I didn't like that song. Well, so, you're going to be playing 2K21. That song's on the official soundtrack. Yeah, I saw it on the soundtrack. And I was like, this dude literally got on the 2K soundtrack. It was, it's the perfect buzz for the man's G, so I respect it. But, yeah, so white boy Jack Harlow called him at the strip club, uh, took a picture of him and with him, tagged him in the pictures, and... Then immediately deleted though. So as Lua enters the bubble, I guess the uh NBA bubble security snatched that man's and said, nigga, what the f- where you been at, nigga? Mm-hmm. <laughs> said, hey, what's 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 up? I guess he had no choice but to tell the truth. And they said, Hey, you sending your ass down for ten days. In turn quarantined is new suspension, by the way. You're not suspended, you're quarantined. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the, that's the new term. You're no longer suspended. You're quarantined for ten days. So, Lou Will is now quarantined. He's gonna miss opening night, the first two games of this Clippers season. So, Clippers already don't look as good 
as I thought they'd be in the scrimmage games. We'll get to that later. But that's a it's big only loss. one team. Spoiler: It's only one team that's like still dominant. But we'll get to that. Exactly. They ain't playing with these niggas either. But but yeah. So Lou Will did what he did. Did t- we don't know what he was doing in Magic City? Maybe he was gonna get some food. We don't know. Everybody does cosign. The food at Magic City is fire, and also Lou Will has his own chicken wings on the menu. He has something on the menu named after him. So, he, who knows what he, he was got doing? Some lemon pepper wings named after him. Yeah, it's called. I think it's called the Lou Will lemon pepper wings. I thought it'd be something a little more creative, but Atlanta. So, but your thoughts? <laughs> My thoughts is, you know, I'm not. I would say it's a it's a joking matter, uh, of course. Definitely. But I'm not on the on the end of like some people try to crucify this man. Like uh, I say before, black photographers of the culture. But um, dog, Kendrick Perkins is a clown. Great A. G. And I'm not a big Montrez Hell fan, but I'll, I when you when you got me nodding into a Montrez Hell tweet, <laughs> I thought I had a muted by the way. I was like, all right, bro, this not it. And I, I'm jo- joking on the mantra as hell, slander. I just like to talk bad about a dude that said he the next Robin. But when you when you talking about whatever, like, do you, can I search this tweet real quick? Go ahead. Like, it was the worst thing I have ever seen, bro. Like, out of, like Kendrick, like, he is by far, that TV money is getting to him, bro. Like, and I think there is, I don't know if, like, there is, like, there's not enough money for real stars to be talking basketball. Because I understand even a big guy not like TV thing. Like, Ray Allen is a good basketball person, but I see him talk about his business. I wouldn't want to watch him on TV. Um, exactly. The, the key is a personality. Yeah, but it's not like he got a big personality too. He breed Wattweilers. Like, stick with that. They're not, they're going to get a lot of money. <laughs> so, uh, like, he said this. It's disturbing when a rookie in Zion Williams can act more mature than the NBA vet Blue Williams. All right, cool. So, when you, when we, when we having the conversation about what Lou Will did, bro, Alright. He was wrong for going to Madison City out of all places to get some wings. Yeah. Now, the thing, if you want to look deeper into it, we can we can talk garbage about like all he he shouldn't have went to a strip club anyway. When you look deeper into it and you realize he went to a place that he probably go to often in the offseason and or during the season, especially when he played in a lot of games. Probably not even to go to the strip club, because as more I was looking into this thing, because I was ready to spend him on the podcast, too. They are world-renowned for the Qatar wings, bro. They are. And even add more to that, they're named after him. So he probably has even a stake in Magic City. Definitely. I, I would hope. So this is not just like him, I'm going to a strip. This is not like him stopping through Chicago and going to the factory. Like, no, it's him and that's if the going to a open. place of business that he either have a stake in 
or he's like dating their family with. Like, say for instance, if Sister Karen still had cousins, pizza, and I was doing like we was doing a Black Little Tacos little tour going to all the conventions during a pandemic, I guess, and stop at cousins' pizza and then go back. Like, I wasn't just getting no pieces. I was stopping somewhere where it's like, I know these people. These are these are family, you know, and stuff like that. So, though it was stupid, I think you know sometimes you when he was skin the rules of like. I'm doing this for my family. So NBA had a tension that he was just going to see his family and coming straight back. And then, like, when you understand, like, this is a really serious matter in which that bubble, not that many people coming through it. Like, they are the only sports company handling this right. I don't know about, like, overseas football and stuff like that because I haven't heard anything big on them. Pretty decent. But, like, like, but the NBA spending billions of dollars right now. So... I understand that the NBA is mad, but like the reporter, it's the Clippers. They're probably the the fourth most popular team right now, um, and it's just going to generate. This is what it's going to be. It's same thing if like somebody like Greek Freak went to go do that and did the same thing. He probably wouldn't even got more exposure or Chris Middleton or something. Jokes would have been better though. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's 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 it is what it is. But like I I like. What Perk said, and then, like, Lou Will had a very good reply to it. 15 years in the business, the only dirt you have on my name is stop it to get some hot wings during the pandemic. Perk, shut up. And stop laughing and saying it's just in TV when you run into me in public. Mm. And then Perk says, I'm too small, homeboy. Stay in your lane, little fella. Out of my weight class. Like, what... And I know they probably hired Kurt for the professional, like, Braun bootlicker in ESPN, but you can get smarter people to do that. Yeah. You can get smarter people. Like, what's his name? Um, uh, Damon Jones or what's his name? He one of them. You can get him to do it. I don't know if he's as entertaining as Kurt, but both of them ain't somebody I'm trying to watch the jump or get up to see. Um, shoot, Vince Carter ain't in the NBA no more. He good on the jump. He's definitely good. Right. He can get him on the get up too. I'm, I'm pretty sure his price is high, but so he ain't in the NBA no more. Put T Mac more on the TV. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. Yeah, it's overall it's a comical situation. The memes and jokes was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, like so. And at the end of the day, I'm not gonna sit there and crucify. Excuse me, crucify Lou Will because more likely was gonna get get some waves. Also, for all we know, man was probably getting some coochie in between. He was probably see, hey, is my favorite uh, stripper here? Gonna do something afterwards with these wings. So hey, we don't know what was we don't know the full story. We just know hey, nah. he was in Magic City. Now, you saw the he, picture of the wings, bro. The wings look delicious, my nigga. Gee. That's that's stoppable, bro. That's that's you know. I'm, look, let me bro. Go, let me just see these wings real quick. Hey, look, bro. He should have ate them in the car, though. But look, bro, I'm gonna keep it real. You in a strip club? You might as well sit down. Look, <laughs> this, it, it, yeah, he could have. He could have called this and said, "Hey, it's me, Lou. I'm outside. Can you bring my food out here? Because if I go in there, shit might happen." But at the same time, I, I wouldn't even think that. How I'm supposed to expect some white boy to sit there? and Take a picture of me. Now, it was kind of stupid to take a picture with him. 
That was the one I was like, okay, bro, you, you tweaked a little bit. You you took a picture with him. And so, then Jack Harlow lied and said yeah, that was lie. a whole photo. Yeah, I was like, come on, bro. Made it look even worse. Because I'm like, gee, Lou Will just got them braids in, G. <laughs> so we know. Man. We know. But, but yeah, so it's a hilarious situation. Lou Will should have thought it out a little bit better. I'm pretty sure James Harden said they're like, well, I can't just leave this bitch and think it's sweet out here and come back because, uh, but I'm sure of it. Like I said, it's, it's going to be a time. It's going to be a time. Somebody's going to sneak some holes in there. The holes will yeah. get snuck in or somebody's going to be turned into the hole in that bubble. Cause these are all grown men. Not all of them married. And unlike the WNBA situation, and this may be problematic to some people, look, most of these men, as far as we know, are straight. And unlike the WNBA bubble, some at the very worst, you'd be like, hey, you know, hey, <laughs> things may happen in there or are happening there as we speak. Huh. Think about it, bro. I was trying not to have been on the podcast. <laughs> it's really unfortunate I said this while watching WNBA, by the way. Shout out to the Sparks in, uh, in uh, oh, Chicago. Oh, shout out to the Raiders. They almost hit a meal. Hey. ABC. Hey, that's what's up. That is what's up, and I'm happy because, A, that just shows how hungry people are for sports as well. And uh, uh, not, not saying this the credit for it, but the NBA sure support for yeah. the WNBA more than they used to. It's, it's amazing. It definitely shout out is. to Kobe for that. Shout out to Kobe. Also, shout out to Kyrie for donating uh, what was it, $1.5 million to, uh, to yeah. any players that's not playing. So that's what's up, man. Because it's I wouldn't say it's a lot backed out, but it's a few that did back out, a few well-known names backed out. So that's what's up for Kyrie to do that. But, yeah, overall, though, they it's either hilarious. pregnant or they really got kids. <laughs> like, that, too. This ain't no... This ain't like a male situation in which, like, them kids need their mamas, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it's that, and they just help. Like, for uh, Ella Deladon, I think she, I forgot what uh, autoimmune disease she has, but uh, I think they, they near tried to clear her. Disease. I think she got Lyme disease. Yeah, there we go, it was Lyme disease. Like, they tried to force clear her. Like, I understand she's a star. Like, argue your best player as well. But, nigga, it's not worth it, G. It's really not nope. worth it. So, but yeah, but shout out to WNBA for getting those numbers like that. Like, it's really dope to see. And I just hope it stays consistent as well because it's going to only help the league grow. And I really hope the NBA yeah. can keep doing what they're doing to help uh, let people realize some of these women can really hoop their ass off. So, but uh, yep. but yeah, so back to the uh, more bubble update. Zion is back in the bubble and he started practicing today, actually. So, he more than likely will be playing opening night on Thursday. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, Rudy Gobert, have fun uh, seeing Zion dunk on your ass, nigga. Uh, any other updates? I don't think Montrez is back yet. I haven't heard nothing about him being back because I know he's still out. And I think Pat Bev came back as well, mm. I believe. So, but yeah, so as far as I know, like most teams have, are at full strength outside of uh, outside of uh, I think the Nuggets went completely full strength 
Yeah, they got uh, PJ Dozier back finally. So that I, I don't even know who dude is. I was like, bro, I didn't know he was the backup point guard. So <laughs> I was like, who? Nah, because Jotic is the real point guard and Jamal Murray. Yo, I was thinking about this the other day. Yo, has Jamal Murray disappeared since we seen his wife be on that double gawk gawk? Look, man, he he did the right thing, which was disappear. But he did he, but he was also setting out because he didn't play none of the scrimmage games until the last one, uh, because he had a, I think a hamstring issue or something. So he just came back today in terms of playing. But he he played the smart by like kind of like hey, uh, I I, I don't want to decree it, but I felt like there's going to be a lot of freaking injuries. I hope not coming back from like because it's just going to be. It's different from how they're going to play when you come back from the offseason, the beginning of the season, because this is going to be, like, really, really hard because some people are playing for seeding. So this ain't no regular basketball play. So they're going to be playing really, really hard coming back off of some off time like that. So Definitely. I uh, I hope they icing up. Yeah, because uh, the Rockets just lost Eric Gordon. Looked like he sprained his ankle. Oh, I can just lost Eric Gordon, so for I look like hopefully his ankle sprain. So prayers up to him, but that's a really tough loss for the Rockets because they haven't really looked that good in the bubble, at least from what I've watched. Like Harden actually looks good, Westbrook looks good, but everybody uh, else. Bop, 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 bop. The Westbrook to the driving to the paint looks good, but everything else. Yeah, every yeah, but that's that's. At this point, it's 2020 with Westbrook. We know if he can get to the paint, that's the main thing. But take yeah, that nigga definitely. also has to play center. So, because he, he's their best rebounder. So, yeah. he's going to have to figure it out because, like, he, he still has to adjust to his technique's new role because they do not have a center. And his name is Tyson Chandler. And that dude is not going to play at yeah. all. <laughs> so, but yeah. So the Rockets can't afford losing Eric Gordon because that's a score and it's a very important role uh, core that's player. That's a bench score. Yeah, that's a bench score right there. So you can't lose him because I don't trust like Gerald Green. Uh, I understand <laughs> if they play Gerald. You have to play him, but still, come on, Gerald Green, Jeff Green, like no, I'm straight. So, yeah, y'all will hope uh, Eric Gordon is good. It's just a minor ankle sprain, but but yeah, but uh, but yeah. Uh, what's another team we want to just uh, wh- like? Let's go ahead and just knock the Bucks out because them niggas look good. Bro, that, <laughs> it ain't right, bro. Them niggas look good. Right. Outside that last scrimmage game, where who they played yesterday, kind of stayed with them the whole game. Uh. Who did they play yesterday? Because I was I watching know. highlights and I was like, yo, they are literally, I think they oh, they played the Pelicans with no Zion and no uh, Brandon Ingram and they stayed with them the whole game. Like, stayed with them niggas. So, which is no excuse to me. It's no excuse. Pelicans ended up winning uh, because they, I was a, the Bucks pretty much played like a normal rotation that game and they was either close and they ended up getting their ass kicked. So, that was the yeah, only day they didn't look good. But I am at the I am at the, the stage of like probably the first and maybe the second scrimmage game people was really showing their stuff, but I don't think I like especially A D haven't been doing anything. 
AD's been chilling. Like, I, yeah, that's all. Like, I don't think they've taken these scrimmage games that seriously. I know people who have to show that they still get people like J.I. and um, Deion Waiters have to show like, hey, I yeah. want these spots, especially with that guard spot being open where Avery Bradley goes. Uh, I'm trying to take these spots. But the box just look like, bro, anybody that comes through us in the East, we running through. <laughs> like, You're going to get like, clapped. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they. I don't. Only team I can see beating them, Boston, and it's gonna t- bro. It's gonna take a Boston miracle. But if Boston do go against them, it's gonna have to. Because I can see Boston beat Toronto. It's just in the playoffs, you need a star. And Cal Lowry, I mean, you need a superstar. Kyle Lowry is just a star. Yeah. So, Jason Taylor, nobody on that Boston team can guard Jason Taylor. I mean, nobody Not on the Bucks team. Huh? Nobody on the Bucks, you mean? No, no, no. I was saying, like, I was thinking of, like, um, I meant to say, and I just probably skipped over while I was talking, but, like, I could see, like, the Eastern Conference Finals being Boston versus Bucks. Because I could see the I could see Boston beating teams like Toronto. Maybe Philly, depending on how like that shooting stuff going. But Philly looked good, but I Looks still really don't know good. if that's like you know the the team to beat Milwaukee. But like Milwaukee going to have the easiest playoff route between both conferences by far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's only going to see they're only going to see um, somebody in that Eastern Conference final that's going to give them to go. Like, if they end up seeing, like, because who got the second best? Is it the Raptors with the second best record? I think right now it's the Raptors right now. So, if they if they do see Philly, I can see the Philly, I can see Philly taking it to, like, six. But I do see Greek Freaks being that dude. I'm not counting Philly completely out, but I see him being that dude. For um, me, like, I think it's really, like, I've been – on the pod consistently say, I believe Philly's going to figure it out. And on paper, they have the best yeah. team to stop the Bucks defensively. It's just the problem with Philly is like, gee, we, it's not even just shooting score. I need you niggas to score. And that's been their grave weakness. And I would say at least from what I've watched from the scrimmages, uh, Ben Simmons is at least pulling them. He's pulling them. Yeah. So, like, once again, it's a scrimmage, it's an exhibition game. So it's like, can I take it seriously? I don't know yet, but he is pulling threes at least from the corner. And that's kind of all I would kind of ask. Like, bro, if you open in the corner, take that bit. So, like, I'm hoping because Ben Simmons is arguably one of the best on ball defenders in the league. And plus, you have Embiid, you have Al Horford, you have bodies, like legit bodies. It's not even just bodies, like how they say the Clippers have bodies to throw at LeBron, but like only, honestly, one and a half of them can legit guard LeBron. It's like the Clip, the Bucks actually, I mean, the, the Sixers actually have people who could guard Giannis in his main facet of how he wants to play, which is get his big ass to the hoop and run through your ass. And Ben Simmons can at least stop him around the perimeter. Embiid, if he's around the paint, Embiid can take care of him. And Al Horford, at his point in his career, is still 
uh, is still a really solid defender from perimeter to rim. So you have legit defenders who can guard Giannis and at least make his life a little difficult. Turn that nigga to a jump shooter. If that nigga wants to, like, make that nigga want to shoot jumpers. Even then, you're not about to easily shoot a jump shot over Ben Simmons, Al Horford, or Embiid. I would say, I would say definitely that series is going to come to them boys, um, Chris Middleton, Bledsoe, uh, other dude, I forget the name of, um, is it Wesley Matthews? Yeah, Wesley Matthews. Wesley Matthews is going to come to them to be the one to show up. Uh, other than that, uh, yeah, Greek Freak is going to have the time of his life. I mean, a hard time um, with them, uh, with them, uh, stay name with them, uh, Philly boys. Yeah. But like I was saying, like, I could see Jason Tatum completely, you know, and then, like, we say, we say, um, like, when it comes to guarding Giannis, Philly has a good chance. But when it comes to stopping the offense of Milwaukee, which I mean, like, the three-point shooting and the, 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 the people getting open, my God, do Boston has a chance of doing that with their wings. Yeah, they have, the, they have enough Clark. others. Like, what you I say? Think, yeah, they have enough others where it's sit there and be like, look, We'll settle with throwing Marcus Smart at Giannis because he's going to at least irritate him. May draw a couple offensive fouls here and there. But we know Giannis might still get that nigga 40. But if Giannis has 40, but all them other niggas is out here uh, not looking that good, we'll settle for that. Let us lose. If we lose because Giannis dropped 40, I settle for that instead of we lose because Giannis has 30, 10, and 8 rebounds. Instead of, hey, let that nigga have 40. He could still have his 10 rebounds, but he don't got three assists. That's how, if I'm Boston, that would be my strategy. Because it's like, let the others beat me. Well, let Giannis beat me, but not the others. Because that's really the strength of the Bucks. In fact, them niggas shoot lights out. Everybody on that team shoots lights out. And Chris Milton's shooting 50-40-90 this season. I'm giving him his credit. Still ain't shit come playoff time because literally at this point in Chris Miller's career, you're a max player. I will grade you well, okay, for a great regular season. I need a great playoffs. You get $170 million. We're paying you $170 million to be Giannis's number two. We need you to be that number two. We don't need you to disappear. We don't need you to average 20 in the playoffs. We need you to average 25 in the playoffs. That's what we need. And if Middleton isn't going to take that next step, then I will g- gladly call the Wizards once the season's over with. Be like, hey, Bradley Beal, what's good? <coughs> or, hey, the Suns, Devin Booker, what's good? Figure it out oh, from yeah. there. So, like, like the Bucks look Really freaking good outside that one scrimmage game, but shit happens. But uh, who, uh, let's just go ahead and talk about the Lakers. Uh, Lakers went two and one for their scrimmage games. Uh, the last one they didn't even play LeBron or AD or uh, Kuzma 
or Dwight Howard. JaVale McGee only played one quarter. And all I'm going to say is it, I feel like shout out to Frank Vogel. That's a smart move as a coach. Bring confidence for the others. Because this season, what happens, they're going to win the championship whether based on the performance of the others. That's the main thing, the others. And the others being Kyle Kuzma still is part of the others because he's yet to prove to me he can be a consistent number three option. But Deion Waiters, who looks freaking good, he does everything that I would want for him to do on off the bench for the Lakers. Uh, Caruso looked good outside that Magic game where he didn't foul out, but the referees was tweaking that whole goddamn game. Uh, who else? J.R. Smith have, shows flashes that he's decent. Dwight Howard's Dwight Howard. Uh, but yeah, like if the others perform, they're gonna look. They're gonna be dang near a really tough team to beat, regardless. Clippers, Nuggets, whatever. They were already a tough team to beat, but offensively, that's what they need is scoring from others, especially when you don't have LeBron on the bench, ADs on the court, or neither one. And I feel like that was a real confidence booster to really just overall as a team to see that. And also, JR yeah, just definitely. chucking up a bunch of threes and going six for seven from three. That's never going to happen again, but it's good to see. What you think of Bubble Bobo? Oh, man, G. Uh, the Nuggets is going to be a problem, not this year, but two years from now. Because, uh, Shout to uh, the HGH program that he went through. It don't look like it, but it went to his skill set, I guess. But Bobo was cold in school. And you have a dude who literally has the wingspan of his father's regular height. And you tell that man to pull up from three. Uh, can play, really, literally has to outstretch his arm and literally he's blocking your shot. Like, he looks really good. He like that when he started next year with Jokic. If he puts on like twenty pounds of muscle, because he's skinnier than freaking KD when he entered the league. They saying, bro, they talking about putting him at the forward, bro. And I'm not talking about the power forward. Nigga, if oh, nigga, Michael Porter Jr. is supposed to be playing the three. That shooting guard. I know. Wait, gee, they put that man at shooting guard. I, I scream. <laughs> like that team's gonna Bro, be unnecessarily tall. Did you not see that lineup on the first yes. scrimmage game? Yes, that was because they had no guards. Gee, it worked. It <laughs> did work. It did work. Minus that, a Miles Plumley, but it still worked. That two K my team ass lineup did work. Even that work against how much want to bet that work against the Raptors in the fourth quarter situation. When the game is slowed down, and you ain't running up to zip it down the court, man. The annoying what, thing what about that lineup, the annoying thing about that lineup, four of those dudes in that lineup could shoot. So it's like you can't even sit there and say, "We dare you to shoot." And Jokic, wait, 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 wait. Who would be the worst shooter between Jokic and um, what's that man name? Plumlee's the worst shooter. He can't shoot. No, nah, not Plumley. I wasn't thinking about Plumley. I was thinking about the black guy. Oh, uh, Millsap. Yeah. Who's the worst shooter between Joe Tick and Millsap? Millsap shot 40% for three a couple of seasons. What so the I, heck? I would say 
Millsap's the I better think shooter. Jok- yeah, I'm about to say, I think Jokic probably the worst. But I've seen Jokic also make clutch threes, so he'll make it when it counts. So that's the scary thing. It's like I see Jokic, I see Jokic take over a game. Yeah, I'm saying he, I seen him do it. That, that, that Blazers game, bro. That we like eight overtimes. He ain't necessarily yeah. take over, but he ain't give up. That nigga almost died. That's why I think he he had to watch that he had to watch that game over uh over the pandemic. It was like. I have to lose some weight, G. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but, but yeah, I really like the the Nuggets. Actually, just seeing Michael Porter Jr. look healthy and Bobo be healthy and confidently playing both. I like the Nuggets' future because both give something. Both players give the Nuggets something that they actually need. Black and, people. Yeah, black people, of course, but like players who I who don't okay. As much as I like Jokic, I also don't always feel confident in the reason why. Like, it's tough for a center to be your best, what to be your closing scorer is you kind of have to keep the ball in their hand, and it's easy as hell to double team a center. Even though Jokic can start from the perimeter, he don't got handles like that. Like, an AD can do it because he has handles. But you still got to get that nigga the ball. Yeah. Jokic is like, he don't. he's not the type, I'll bring the ball up the court every time I get the rebound type big. He's like, look, I'll pass to uh, Murray or Gary Harris. Meet me at the uh, free throw line. Pass me the ball. Y'all run y'all sets. We'll figure it out. So, but we have a Michael Porter Jr. or a Bobo. I don't know how Bobo guard skills are but that helps it also lessens the weight of jamal murray having to be i think the first or second score some nights as well because i don't think he's a legit number one option or legit number two i think at best he should be a number three some nights he could be a number two and Jokic honestly is going to benefit Jokic so much because he don't have to freaking score so much he can be at his best now and which is rebound, playmake, and keep the floor spread and literally run point, which is what I think he wants to do, or what how they will be best at. While Michael Porter Jr. scores, Bobo's like will be a fourth scoring option. Also, uh, you could trade Paul Millsap as well now because you get rid of that contract uh, as well. So I like their future and just seeing seeing them look really good. It look they look really good. It's still the Denver Nuggets uh, as a franchise can never get it done when it matters. But I can legit believe them be a legit contender. Not this season because them niggas still young as hell. But maybe next year or within the next couple, within the next three years, before you got to pay them niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Michael Porter Jr. probably will be. I like Bobo. But I, Bobo frame is one injury away from never being the same ever again. Yes, that's um, true as well. <laughs> uh, but Michael Porter Jr., if he can stay healthy, literally, and just get on a regiment of your body is first no matter what. Uh, in a sense that every game icing, every game doing this, he probably still doing it. I don't know, but like when I'm <laughs> after practice, after this, on my free time, kind of like how LeBron kept his body. And tip top shape for his whole entire career. 
like in that situation because I don't always just think, oh, it's just Braun's genetic. He's just genetic. Every time you see Braun, if he ain't working out, he in some type of hyperbolic time chamber. Yep. And I know you probably have enough money to be doing all that too. So, but either way, I think them being so low in the draft put a chip on their shoulder. Um, and that they are going to have to, to work hard. And I'm, I'm happy to see it. Yeah, it makes, it's, they, their ceiling, the Nuggets ceiling as a team went up higher just from what I've seen. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see how they, how, how much they improve. Because it's not going to be this season because, I'm sorry, if AD sees Bobo defending him, if he don't power through that nigga, <laughs> sit there, <laughs> gee, send that man to God. Send that man to God, my nigga. Same with LeBron. Dunk on that nigga. So, like, situations like that. Uh, a, a team I'm really disappointed by is kind of the Jazz. The Jazz have looked very unimpressive. All definitely on one, uh, which one called it block? Yeah, that one block, yeah. But overall, they look very unimpressive. Uh, each of the games that I've watched or at least seen highlights from, they looked like they were just struggling to beat those teams. Rudy Gobert was the leading scorer in a decent amount of those games. That's a problem. That's a huge problem. Because I don't know what Rudy Gobert does good on offense besides catch open shots. Probably chemistry is still off. Um, they are in this situation because of him. So, yeah. um, like even though the world was gonna go to crap anyway, but you but know yeah, what I'm saying. You're still uh, the, you're the you're like the the face of COVID, my nigga. So it's like you're 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 the first public victim. So you gotta hold that. So it could be chemistry, but it's just they they struggle to beat the Nets. And the Nets is arguably the worst team between them and the Wizards. I think the Nets is slightly better. but And they're good enough not to lose the AFC. But they just look so unimpressive to me. Consistently yeah. unimpressive. Yeah, I so, haven't really been seeing anything about them. Even like on a fan standpoint, it's just dry. Another team that I'm just like not impressed with too, Dallas. What? Dallas uneventful. Yeah, Dallas is missing their front court. Like, out, like well, Chris outside. Chris still like come back. No, Chris. Chris Stapps is playing. It's just like Chris Stapps has to actually play more center. So, mm-hmm. like, because Willie Cauley started uh, backed out. He said he ain't doing it, and uh, and what's his name? Uh, damn, what's that boy name? I forgot the dude's name. Uh, the little he looks like a light skinned nigga, but I think he's a white boy at the same time. I forgot his name, but he's out. He tore his ACL a while ago, so he's not back. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I forgot his name. Yeah, I, I forgot his name too, but I know what you're talking about. But yeah, so uh, yeah. Oh, you're right. So you know. So yeah, and then honestly, I'm not mad. Like Luca looks good. Like I, I'm expecting stars to look good, but. Luca only could do so much, and I'm not really expecting 
you to run a lineup with Boban and Porzingis because, G, that's a slow-ass goddamn lineup, G. Yeah, Regardless. Like that, like, especially for a guy like Luka, you want to be able to run up and down the court. And Boban slows the court down so freaking much. So much, G. <laughs> like, yeah. so, like, with Dallas, I think they'll be fine. But at the same time, it's just they're kind of missing a couple pieces. But I will say this, like, Luka has looked good. Uh, Seth Curry had looks really freaking good, but last name is yeah. Curry. So I'm pretty sure he he did nothing but have three point contests with Steph at times. So so that's all he could probably do while he was in the pandemic was sit there and be like, "Hey, Dad, hey, bro, let's go ahead and shoot some threes. And they're like, "Fuck it, let's do it." So like his like he yeah. looks really good. Uh, I want to talk about the Clippers, man. Uh, it could be because they're not at full strength. It could also be because uh. It may be probably because they're not at full strength, but also like my theory of they have a bunch of new pieces that you're trying to throw in, but mm. they don't look as good as I thought they'd be. Like I, the, only, the only guy I watched was the game against the Magic. I watch highlights of others. Paul George looks really good. Kawhi looks like he's still rusty as hell altogether. Yeah, Kawhi definitely looks like he's rusty. Like it looks like Kawhi didn't even touch a basketball. But I think Kawhi is definitely a, in my eyes, Kawhi is definitely a, um, it, do this joint matter if I'm going to go in or not? Like, <laughs> I just, like, I, I can't do not, bro. Like, some of them games that be mattering, bro, it's like when you, like, like I'm be so much on the fence of Kawhi not being the best player in the league. Until I be looking at games, like, say, for instance, I think it was, like, the second game against the Lakers. They beat the Lakers. That bro could bro could miss. Yeah, he's <laughs> like he could miss. <laughs> or uh, when he was with the Raptors, all the game, all the elimination games and stuff like that, Kawhi couldn't miss. Now games when when KD was on the court, when KD was on that court for that one game, Kawhi was a no show. <laughs> like other games, like I have seen, like I just the, the man does not miss. Uh, but also, uh, also, um, what the heck? I was about to say. Uh, I just don't think they care. Like they know, they know. Western Conference Finals, they home. It's like Western Conference Finals and avoiding the Rockets for both of the LA teams. <laughs> that's that's the thing. Yeah. Because um, the reason I don't think they will lose against the Rockets, I just think the Rockets gonna make the series longer than they want to be, and trying yeah. to guard God darn James Harden. And, uh, and Russell Westbrook for seven freaking games gonna suck. It's gonna beat you up. Yeah, it's gonna be annoying. Yeah. So, but back to what I was saying, like in those situations, I personally think like um um what is it? I was gonna say I personally think that uh whew, excuse me that they just don't care. I could, but that doesn't. But that's just manager. That's just Kawhi and a little bit of Paul George. The rest of those dudes, though, I don't know, though. Yeah. Like, this is the time for Larry Shamit. I don't think Larry Shamit's there. Larry Shamit's not there. For real? Yeah, he had he caught COVID. I think he said, yeah, I'm not going. What? Yeah, he's not there. 
Yeah. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, that man out there chilling. I mean, chilling. Yeah, that's wild. Um, but yeah, but still, I just, just I don't know about the role players, bro. Yeah, the role players is a little iffy. Uh, I'm confused because since Zubak is no Joakim Noah has looked solid. He has looked solid, but with Zubak back, I didn't know he was back uh, till recently. Uh, I'm curious on will you still play Noah, and how will it affect Montrez Harrell's minutes? Because uh, I don't think it'll affect Noah. Uh, so much. I mean, I don't think it'll affect my trails as much. I think my trails gonna have those key moments. But if Noah, if Noah shows he's a better, a better playoff basketball player than him, my trails ain't about to get paid. <laughs> I see it like that. Mm. Mm, that'd be unfortunate. That'd I be... see it like that. I see it like because people. I don't know what. To, I don't know what in the world people think Montrez Harold. Is a good defender. He's very overrated. He he brings a lot of energy, but he's not a great defender. He, he's he's an amazing pick and roller. Yeah, it's probably probably him and Lou Will probably still has the best. I don't know. Probably Braun and probably Braun and AD now, but I can still say because how long they've been doing him and Lou Will probably still got the best pick and roll in the league. But I don't. I don't. I don't. Like, I don't I don't, I don't know why the people say that, but if if Noah can play solid defense on AD for a seven game series, look, might be changing legions. But um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's all I got to say about them. Yeah, the Clippers is it's just I expect it to be a little bit more dominant, and you might be right, Kawhi just probably just look like like a days ago and stuff. Paul George has consistently looked good. It's just my thing with this team is just you have eight games to figure out who are going to be your eight players who's going to who's going to play come playoff time. Eight nine players, and amongst that, somebody Fellas is going to be really hurt amongst this team yeah. between. Because, like, the only people guaranteed to get minutes is Kawhi, Paul George, Lou Will, and Montrez at this point, as of right now. Pat Beverage from the west side of Chicago. Them niggas is loud. Yeah. They, they, not, they not go, he's going to only hold his tongue so long if he sees Reggie Jackson getting more minutes to him. I forgot of Reggie Jackson. I forgot Reggie Jackson about that, too. And Reggie Jackson yeah, I'm not has looked solid. From Reggie Jackson, bro. Brooke Brooke even played red. Yeah, he, he thought he was better than Westbrook. But come on, G. Went to Detroit. What are you doing in Detroit, bro? Steel checks. <laughs> like, come on, bro. That side checks. of stuff, bro, them, them, them balls not going in your hands, no homo. Yeah, but Red Jackson has looked solid. Like he actually looks like he knows his role with this team, which makes sense. Like, but it's gonna be interesting to see like who is like the solid eight nine man rotation when it's all said and done with this team because yes they are one of the deepest teams in this goddamn in the West easily you can sit like I I can't cap on paper they are but they still have to put it all together because some of the core that you your core players that you added haven't really played together that long 
Like I'm sure they had a nice little group text conversations since the uh, since the break, but on court, I think it's not as easy to pick up to me as well, because you still got to pick, you still got to figure out like certain what certain players how they react and what and stuff like that. While it's not like easy like yeah. the Lakers, where literally LeBron is going to sit there and watch your whole watch every single highlight tape that is on YouTube about you, and then sit there and be like, okay. I know you. It's not like darn, that. Find out how to shoot, put the pass in your shooting pocket at the right time. Exactly. You're like, dang, I didn't know I, I could get it right there. Yeah, it's better for you that way. Okay. Like, literally. <laughs> like, that, like, that's just how different it is with LeBron. Like, LeBron said, like, LeBron's played long enough with Jawa. where it's like, this nigga is going to tweak. He probably told Frank Vogel, I never want to see that man on the court with me in the last five minutes ever again. Ever. Yep. Any other time, yeah, cool. Even if he's hot, I don't care that nigga made five threes in five minutes. If it's the last five minutes, take that bitch-ass nigga out. <laughs> so, it's plain and simple. But, but yeah, man, so, the, uh, but yeah, so that's, that's going on with the bubble. Season starts this Thursday. Uh, Quick predictions. Uh, who you got uh, between Lakers and Clippers? Clippers. I got Lakers. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just say Clippers so I won't disappoint myself. <laughs> I'm just going to go say, say Lakers. <laughs> like, hey, I got I have to die on this uh, heel. I think the Lakers got to figure it out. Uh, then we got uh, the Pelicans versus the Jazz, and I have Zion ducking on Rudy Gobert. I had me forgetting that game came on. All right, cool. Uh, so. Ooh, a, 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 a good thing about this bubble, we ain't got to stay up till 1 o'clock in the morning and watch the Lakers games. All the games <laughs> is God. East Coast time, nigga. Let's get it. All, <laughs> all the games are East Coast time, G. So Thank let's God, get it. Bro. Let's get it. Also, NBA, you thought you were some full stick. I was going to reactivate league passes for only like a month, my nigga. I'm straight. <laughs> I'll watch what I can watch, G. I will watch what I can watch, straight up. But, but yeah, so let's go ahead. Uh, uh, UFC news, you go ahead uh talk to UFC news. So, it's just a few things. Um, Like, the biggest the biggest news that came out is um, uh, Khabib versus Justin Gage is happening. Is it October 24th? Uh, October 24th. Yeah, October 24th. Um, big fight. No cap. She could be winning, but hey, who cares? Um, uh, it's just going to be really, really good. So unfortunately, it's not Fight Island. I don't know why I like the Fight uh, uh, Fight Island um, stuff so much. Uh, but there is a lot of like, like just news in terms of... Um, uh, like, uh, like just in terms of like fights and not so much. I mean, not <laughs> and and fighters that's happening. Um, so one being um, uh, this upcoming Saturday, August first. God darn, bro! Fight nights coming like that. Like it's the main. I feel like every Saturday, like we just the main event is going to be um, Derek Bronson versus um, Edmund Sebastian. Derek Bronson, Blackville, kind of like the, he's kind of like a gatekeeper, not a gatekeeper, but a, um, 
of course you go against when you're up in the ranks in middleweight. Uh, and then Shabazzian, part of running around the coaching team, so it makes me put an asterisk mark right there. Uh, but he, um, he uh, whatchamacallit, he's uh, 11-0 right now, and people say he's the next big star. So if you want to potentially see somebody get humbled, that's your, uh, that's your fight you want to see. Um, then it's just this one dude I want to talk about. Uh, and I feel, bro, I forget his name. Um, you're going to be like, what the heck when I tell you what this man has did. So he, it is actually wild. Um, where is it? I got it in my, I don't have my stuff. All right. So it's this dude named, uh, Kasmet Chivavov. Have you say his name? Another Russian dude, I think from the same place. Uh, Kaz, how the heck do you spell this dude's name? Oh, it's Kavmet. Ka, Kavmet is G. Look, okay, this is how his name spells K A M Z A T. I mean, K H A M Z A T. Um, new, new fighter, fairly new. All right, so this is what, so this is what he did. So, watch this. Wednesday, July 15th, uh, second round submission to a dude named um, John Phillips. You know, standard, whatnot. Saturday, July 25th, he knocked some dude out. Ten days apart. Whatever's going on in this dude's body in terms of, like, fight. And this is, so, in the first fight, this, this is the first fight. A total of 124 strikes. Guess how many strikes the other dude had? Yes. Uh, I think I remember this. It was less than five. Two. Damn. <laughs> Madrid, he hit 124 strikes out of 140. He was 88%. Now, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. When he knocked that other dude out, the dude he went against uh, uh, last Saturday, uh-huh. he had 68 punches. <laughs> Guess how many the other dude had? Less than 10? Zero. <laughs> so in a t- <laughs> <laughs> so in a, in a 10 fights, imagine this Rays McKee guy was supposed to be another up-and-comer that he just dominated. So, this, um, in the span of 10 days, manager, this is UFC. And, oh, bro, this this is another crazy thing, bro. He went from middleweight to welterweight in 10 days. And, dude, what is, what's the math on this? The math, the math, the math, the math. So, 124 uh, plus, crap. 124 plus 68. 124 plus 68. 124 plus 68. 124 plus 68. Uh, going to a calculator. I'm not doing that in my head. What do you think I'm a mathematician? Heck no. 124 plus 68. 192 strikes. And throughout those 192 strikes, he got hit twice by somebody. In 10 days... And different weight classes. 
<laughs> you can't pay me to fight that nigga. I'm not fighting that nigga. <laughs> that nigga dropping weight still watching niggas. <laughs> they, I think Dana White said this kid's ready to fight Kamaru. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about it either, but because I do think that he needs to get his feet wet in the division because, like, he's fighting dudes that's primary a striker or primary a, a grappler. When you go, like David Cormier said, when you go to these people in the top 10, top 5, they're the jack of all trades. So they probably dominate on one thing, but you ain't just going to wrestle them on the ground. Um, but, yes, so anybody who listened to our UFC parts of the podcast, Kaz comes that. Chimavab, Chimavab, his nickname Boris. Yeah, look out for him. So, um, so the last fight card was UFC uh, Fight Night 174. Decent little event. Um, so it saw like Alexander Gustafson go against Horatio Redoom in the heavyweight bout. This is Alexander's the first bout at heavyweight. Looked extremely weird to me, but um, I forget like him and John. I forget that him and John Jones. It's like really freaking tall. Um, so, uh, I, I, um, pretty sure I do one with a, uh, round one submission. Alexander Gustin got a hold that, uh, has not been the same since, um, bro knocked him out. Uh, and bro not even fighting no more. And then we saw Mauricio Rua versus, uh, Little Nog, like two legends in a fight game, the mid fight. Stand up sometimes, but uh, Rua, since he's not retiring, he played the fight safe. But Little Nog has retired from fighting, so shout out to bro. Um, and then a, the he, uh, the main event was um, <clears throat> Robert Redeker versus Darren Till. Darren Till, like up and coming star, especially for the UK scene of MMA. Uh, he only had three losses, counting the loss he had against Robert Redeker last Saturday, so like. He, he was big, but Robert Redeker, the guy who got beat up by, uh, you counterpunched to death by God, uh, Israel Adesanya, uh, won decision. It was it was literally a chess match. So if you like those type of fights, rewatch it. It was literally like a chess match in terms of like striking. The two takedowns is the reason Robert Redeker won. Um, so Robert Redeker, nine times ten, is a number one contender for Israel's belt. Uh, and um, that's if Israel will still have the belt because, you know, Israel going against a guy named Pablo Costa. And Pablo Costa nickname is D-Racer. Chris, do you know how Pablo Costa looks? Say that again by Pablo Costa. I didn't hear you. Do you know how he looks? Wasn't he swole as hell? Just look up a picture of Pablo Costa. And then remember that his nickname is Pablo D-Racer Costa. Pablo Costa. Oh, yeah, I remember this dude. I'm like, yeah, this dude was swollen as hell, built like a goddamn uh, fire engine. Yes. So, uh, oh. I don't know how to spell Pablo. P-A-B-L-O. But, yeah. Oh, what did I say? I'm just messing up my spelling. It's Pablo, my bad. Well, still um, popped up as Pablo. Yeah, dude, like, he's pure muscle. So, um, yeah, shout out to him. Um, why is the next thing on here is Pablo Costa married? Man, them Brazilian women ain't playing. Um, 
but yes, so that's that. Uh, like I said, the next upcoming event will be that fight night. I think the next big like fight event will be Daniel Comia versus Stipe. And Chris, I'll talk to you if you want to watch that or not. But um, it should be extreme. Should watch it because that'll be our new apartment. Yeah, I'm no problem about it. Hey, but um, yeah, but yeah, that will be the next fight. Uh, I'm gonna do a prediction when that fight comes up to see who y'all think gonna win. I mean, who we think gonna win. Um, but yeah. Uh, so uh, that's it for like the UFC. Oh, one thing, Herb Dean got into an argument with Dan Hardy, a commentator slash UFC fighter. Uh, really, really weird because Herb Dean really let that dude get punched in the face. But he was getting hollered at that. It was a whole little spat. So that was kind of like some outside of fighting noise. But that's it. All right, cool. Uh, yo, Daytra, I highly recommend. Uh, it's this chick on Chicago Sky, G, number 32. Just Google her pictures, G. Uh, Cheyenne Parker. Cheyenne who? Parker. Number 32 on Chicago Sky. I already know. She's about to be bad. WNBA. She got, got a some. decent face, but. She oh, I could be wrong. <laughs> she thick as hell, my nigga. <laughs> she huh. thick as hell. Thick as hell. Oh, I spoke, bro. Did not know that's how she- Cheyenne was going to be spelled. That way, but yeah. Well, as you looking that up, uh, yep. Next is uh, as we about to get into wrestling. While you look that up, uh, shorty's thick as hell, my nigga. Uh, <laughs> like, hey, we gotta hurry up and get our Chicago Sky. Uh, if we if we get if we use the Chicago Sky to get in, <laughs> hey, bro, it'll work. No cap. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, but yeah. So let's go ahead and get to wrestling. This past week. Uh, pretty. Oh wait, wait. We didn't even wait. Go back to NBA. Uh, Hall or no? Nah, uh, Joe Kim Noah. <laughs> uh, uh, for me, no. Nah. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, it's a no. Nah. All right, straight up. <laughs> it's, it's, it's no like. I'm sorry. I'm not. Even, if you want to sit there argue me, go follow. Hit us up on the threes for the ring Twitter page. Threes from the ring straight up, and we, you go ahead and talk about it. But no, he's not a Hall of Famer. Case closed. But uh, but yeah. So. And also, the Bulls do not need Isaiah Thomas. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. I'm just going to leave it at that. We don't need the shit. I don't, I'm tired of the shit. And I don't need Isaiah Thomas, five foot eight ass, on his basketball team because that nigga's washed up. He has a bad hip. And literally, no. No. I'm tired of washed up All-Stars, G. Sick of it. So, no. So, anyway, now to wrestling. Sorry about that. I had to let that out. Uh, so, this past week in wrestling, we've had, and this is going to include this ep- this past week's episode of Raw, honestly. Uh, how can we phrase it? Let's just start off with, uh, no, that's a matter of fact, yeah. So, let's just go ahead. So, Sasha Banks is outright up. It's the undisputed Raw Women's Champion now. Uh, shout to Black Excellence. At its finest, we can officially sit there with ease of heart now. Say, shout out to Black Excellence. Uh, shout out to Sasha and Bailey being the two woman power trip of the women's division. So shout out to that. Dope to see, and also it's dope to see Sasha have uh the belt 
being a, a double champion as well. So I'm all happy yeah. for it. Uh, the finish of that match, honestly, was a little Bodine. Uh, just keeping it real. I did not like the finish. But I understand you got to protect both uh, competitors because for the greater good, it be that way sometimes. Cause, uh, so I'm not shocked that it wasn't a clean finish. Uh, more than likely, this go lead to a rematch at SummerSlam, which was slap. Will it lead to uh, us getting the belt back? I do not know, honestly. I really do not know. It's a way to see approach with that. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you like. Um, I don't understand either. Uh, that finish was wild in a sense, and, and I know I say wild for a lot of like either being funny or good. That finish was bad, wow. Uh, very like this, and I hate being one of them people, but very that's a WWE old finish, yeah. Um, really stupid. Um, uh, and I'm really not, I don't like to be a negative Nancy in any medium. That was just bad. Uh, but I am really happy with um, Sasha and Bailey being a two-woman power trip. I think it's an extremely fresh story. I think they picked two of the best women to do it. Um, in all honesty, if they're going to do a superstar of the year, Bailey or Sasha ain't going to have to be there, bro. Yeah. Like Bailey, Sasha, or Randy Orton, and, and Drew McIntyre, four people. I'm putting Oscar in there too. Oh yeah, Oscar, my bad. Oscar, my bad. Five people doing extraordinary character work. Now, don't get me wrong, Fiend is still the Fiend, and Seth Rollins is doing good as a Messiah. But the character work that those two are doing, bro. I mean, five are doing, bro. Yeah, top tier. They're in the league of their own. Yep. So, um, I'm enjoying it. We really going to break them up during the God darn crowd. I love the vision of that. It's just like, man, don't know how long this going to last. Um, cause like, <laughs> we not know, we don't know when these crowds coming back, but, um, I enjoy the, them being a the power trip. Uh, if that's the case, I can't see Sasha holding that belt that long. Me neither. But in a perfect world, without the story getting completely soiled, Sasha versus Bayley, Raw Women's Champion versus SmackDown Women's Champion, SummerSlam, boom. Uh, like Sasha interfered one day to lose that goddamn belt off Bayley, or Bayley interfered to get that belt off Sasha. Starts that few up and going. Have them a ladder, a TLC match in like December is them two main event, brother. You make it, brother. It, it look, Sasha might got done break her neck because she gonna be selling everywhere, but <laughs> you can make it happen. Um, but yeah, I that that that's my vision of it. Probably won't happen, but I'm glad they waited for the fans to to go through with it. Uh, but the two-woman power trip is in full effect, and I love it. Yeah. As long as both stay healthy, let it go as long as possible. Uh, at the same time, Asuka doesn't necessarily need the belt. Like, she's grander than the belt. Like it's, She's among the people of that company where it's like, look, 
but I think it's and it sucks because Raw's three hours too. But I think with it with with Rona running wild like it's Hulk Hogan on the E right now, I think they do need they kind of should have kept the belt on her. But I yeah. understand why they didn't because they're not breaking Sasha and Bailey up just yet. Yeah. But they kind of have to keep the belt on her because of the lack of like women presence other than Oscar and the power trip. Um, but if they're able to make some fresh stories with Sasha and Bailey running through the women's division in a good storyline way and not just the, you know, they doing it just because they got all the belts doing the Hilltop tactics, but just in a good storyline way of defending all three of those belts, uh, probably it will be the highlight of wrestling in 2020. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I wouldn't even be mad if they, as like, whatever they do, I, I trust them. And yeah. And also, uh, I would say this as well. I believe, like, I, I've given Bruce Pritchard a lot of respect because he's finding ways, especially uh, uh, to find, put women in storylines that don't involve the belt, so I believe he he'll find something for Oscar to do outside the belt. The same for uh, it like that doesn't revolve necessarily revolve around the belt, but I will keep her active in pursuit or at least in the picture on TV because kind of need her regardless. Uh, yeah. So, like, heck, right now, Shayna Baszler is back on TV doing Shayna Baszler things. Uh, they're finding time to literally put uh, Bianca Belair on TV when they could. Uh, so, they're figured like, he's figured it out, G. And I'm, I'm happy that he is. Uh, and then, I don't even know what's going on with the Liv Morgan uh, storyline on SmackDown. So, that got overshadowed by Lacey Evans and Naomi's storyline. So, it's good Liv to see Morgan that. Liv Morgan on SmackDown. Not Liv Morgan, uh, Mandy Rose. There we go. Rona. Oh, both of them? Yes, they was all on like a boat. Otis gone too. It's stupid. Like, I think it was so many of them on a boat. All of them got the Rona. Apollo Crews, everybody. Stupid. I am contagious. But you know what What else? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about you. I don't give a fuck about China. And I don't give a fuck about United States either. I'm going to destroy the world myself. (laughs) I was wondering. (laughs) Because the funny thing is, I'm sitting like, I haven't, like, nobody's talked about him in like two, three weeks. Apollo Crews, I understand. Like, eventually I had to figure out, like, yeah, that didn't has to have COVID. But, bro. <laughs> they got to hold that. Oh, well, that makes sense then. Uh, but, yeah. So, <laughs> that's unfortunate. But, either way, it's the next person up. And, <laughs> with the next person up situation, I will give the writers credit for putting women in situations where it don't revolve around the belt. And I'm happy for it. I'm here for it, actually. So, overall, I'm satisfied. Also, uh, Kofi Kingston, I guess, I don't know whether he's 
like it's a legit injury or not, but uh, he's taking a hiatus. I guess to be, spend time with his family. Hey, like he's been working hard for the past year and some change now. So, uh, so he pretty much told Big E, "Hey, it's time for your singles run." And everybody, even me to extent, is pretty excited to see what will happen with Big E with a singles run. Because uh, he hasn't had one since joining the New Day. Like, legit hasn't had one. So, he is a former IC title holder. Uh, he has been put in Battle Royals for number one contenderships for the main belt. So... People are interested to see what they would do with Big E. Some people have been literally hyping up for a while now, even to the point where they said break up the New Day so Big E can't have a run. So what are your thoughts on a potential Big E singles run right now? Do it. And I, you can tell that the E was high on Big E. Yeah. Because they wouldn't do that. They would just be like, Kofi's not here. He go against God darn AJ Styles for a month. But they making it something. He, I just want to see what his character is going to be. Yeah. Um, because he is like the the comedy relief. While Kofi and, and Xavier Woods is somewhat of the promo guy, Big E is kind of like the comedy where he come and skip to the ring. Because Kofi still was doing Kofi stuff, but that's what we love Kofi for. And we love Big E for what Big E does, too. It's just like, it's hard to do that with muscle guys and still have it look, you know, like he's a threat. Yeah. Well, I would say Big E's probably the... Okay, I wouldn't say he's a better talker than Xavier Woods. But I feel like... I feel like he's the second best promo guy on New Day. Like, even though the Kofi did talk a lot, but Big E has a... Big E at least has more charisma than Apollo Crews, which is easy, which is very easy. But he has a lot more charisma of a presence than a decent amount of people in that company, white or black, so just keeping it yeah. real. So I, he's not necessarily even bad on the mic. And I feel like over the time being with New Day allow him to grow comfortable being on the mic. But I do agree, the character's going to make or break how things go. Because I think he's still going to regardless be a New Day type character. Like, I don't think his character's not necessarily ever going to die. But I don't need to see that nigga rolling down into the ring either. I don't need to see him skipping. Now, because he's always been known as the muscle. And, when it's, and even in serious moments... For the new day, he's also he's showed he could be the more serious guy to lead the charge. So I think he's capable of being that. It's just how they handle it more than anything. Like it'd be dope to see him have a little run with AJ for uh for the IC title or something like that. Honestly, who Look, knows what? Huh? If Brian do the I overcame the fiend thing, man. Look, yes, just who Look, big man. dude. Look, any look if he if he beats Bray, I'm at the point where anybody but him, anybody but Bra, it, just take the belt off him, G. Take See, that belt so off Bra. It's so bad, bro. Like, bro, 
I can't do it no more, G. I just simply, I can't. I don't even think Braun got wrestling Twitter stands, bro. He don't. Right, I don't bro. think he do. Matter of fact, I'm about to search Braun Strowman on Twitter right now. You can keep talking, but I'm about to look up his name on Twitter and see what pops up, G. Because I'm curious. Let's see here. I, uh, uh, Twitter at? uh, I, um, I, 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 I like it. I just, you know, I want strong character work from that end. Because it's something we've been asking for. I hate to be let down. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I know whatever they get Big E, he can do. Um, though Big E been with them, bro, Big E been with them forever, bro. Yeah. He's an FCW guy. Yeah, he didn't he like FCW, came with AJ Lee, the <laughs> Dolph, then yep. got shipped to NXT, became NXT champ. No, he was NXT champ. No, he no, he was he came in as NXT champ, if I recall. What, with the AJ Lee and Dolph Ziggler stuff? I be, like either like I believe he was still like he was still going back and forth around that time. I'd never seen him with the belt around this place though. I, I, I believe like I, I believe like, either he was still champion. Around that time, it's foggy. Yeah. Like I believe because he he was always still there because once Seth uh Seth dropped the belt to him. Seth dropped the belt to him. He was still there, but I think they brought him up to be Dolph Ziggler's bodyguard. If we're wrong, somebody who are listening to this podcast, message us. Let us know. Because then he lose it. He lost it. He had to lose it to Bo Dallas, right? Yes. Bo Dallas lost it to Neville. Neville lost it to Sammy. Sammy lost it to KO. KO lost it to Finn. Finn lost it to Shinsuke. Shinsuke lost it to Bobby. Bobby lost it to Alistair. Alistair lost it to... Andrade. Yep. Andrade lost it to Drew. Wait, no, is the hair go? Yeah, yeah. Alistair had like a staff infection, I think. Yeah. Cause he had to start wearing pants. It was really, really weird. <laughs> I, I, I think so, but Drew ended up getting a, a, a something bad with him too. So is that when? Like, cause I think Drew got injured too. No, 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 no. I messed up. Did I? I don't care. I'll talk about that. Now, we'll, do a, we'll do an NXT championship ranked episode one day, and we'll find out. But, yeah, either way it goes, I hope for the best for Big E. Same. Like, definitely the same. Root for everybody black on this podcast, which is also very critical, especially Apollo Crews. So, uh, Braun Strowman does have a fan. It's a bitch with the OnlyFans, though. Hey. Where literally she posted a meme saying Braun when he sees my OnlyFans and her titties. Uh, so I'm not going to add much to it. I just typed in Braun Strowman and fans. And that popped up. Uh, so, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, what else happened this past week? Uh, Shelton Benjamin joined the Hurt Business. I don't know how I feel about MVP having to drag two niggas who really can't talk uh, in a group. But it is what it is, I guess. So that's that. Okay, mm. I, I, yeah. thought she was about, I thought cool. she was about to add something to it. <laughs> no. Uh, 
Like, I can't add nothing. Yeah, nothing to really add. Uh, but they're beating up on Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. So, but uh, and Mustafa Ali. So, uh, but I will say this: Big E. I mean, not Big E. I mean, Bobby Lashley has looked did look really good uh, against uh, Ali the other night. That he looked really good. Uh, that was really. Was good Ali got put in that mask a lot. That too. The the, <laughs> the black lock. I'm calling that the black lock because like <laughs> nobody's getting out of that. Except you, McIntyre. I want to see Bobbert put people in that black lock, man. It's, it's the black lock, man. So, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, what else happened this past week? NXT. Uh, uh, well, the South of Messiah stuff still going on. Oh. Part of me loves it. Other part of me, Seth needs to move on. Yeah, I'm tired of him beating up on anybody, all the Ray Mysterio's homies. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out how Aleister Black joined the Rey Mysterio homie crew. Very trying to figure that out. But uh, shout out to Buddy Murphy taking his eye. And that's going to be the group's gimmick, I guess. But the fact that literally we've seen Buddy Murphy versus Aleister Black almost 20 times within the past, since, for the past year and a half is comical. I lost count, but I'm pretty sure they're close to 20 matches against each other. So, yeah. it is what it is. But, uh, but yeah, I'm kind of over it. It's like, I wouldn't say I'm over it. It's just I'm ready for Seth to move on to other people. I was kind of hoping, like, with Aleister Black, he just kind of help push him up because he's kind of grew stale to an extent. So, who knows what's that, what's that's going to lead to at SummerSlam at this point. Uh, but... Yeah, uh, then what's going on in NXT? Oh, the, uh, the Keith Lee vacated the belt. They're doing, uh, triple threat matches to pick five people to be in a ladder match for it. Uh, shout out to Bronson Reed. He's in there. Like, who else? Did they have another one? Oh, and then this week's supposed to be Dexter Loomis, Finn Balor. Who's the other nigga in there? There's somebody else in there. Whoever they think oh, this been the, um, It's what? It's um, Destin Loomis, Finn Balor, and um, it's another weird nigga, right? It's definitely another weird nigga. That's the thing. Who are the people? I, mm, uh, uh, give me a second. Oh, Timothy Thatcher. There we go. He, oh yeah, that's three. Yeah, that's three people. I don't know who gonna take that pin. Uh, Probably Finn. It might be Finn because it's like, look, not to say that Finn is enhancement talent, but Finn can literally they'll throw they'll find a way to throw Finn in that match through the mandatory William Regal. All right, uh, here's the leftovers uh, to get in match for the final spot. William Regal's known to do this at this point. I think he loves that gimmick. Because you put five yeah. you put in five people in the ladder match. But, uh, yeah, I believe... I think it's Timothy, Timothy Thatcher's match to win. I, I kind of... I don't know the stuff with Undisputed Era is over with, with them. Because as far as we know, Undisputed Era is still in NXT. So, uh, have fun with that. So, I don't think they're done with that necessarily. So, I see somebody, I think... Undisputed Air is going to get involved and knock Dexter Loomis out. 
Timothy Thatcher's going to uh, tap Finn Balor out, and we're going to move on from there. So that's how I see it. Because I think it's set up for Timothy Thatcher to be the next champ. It's either him or Finn Balor at this point. Yeah. So uh, they were just pretty much on how long until uh, Karrion Cross chokes out Keith Lee because he beat the living daylights out of uh, the Djokovic last week. I mean, like, beat the hell out that man where it was like poor use of MMA, but it still looked funny as hell. Mm. What? Like, it was hilarious where Djokovic told Keith Lee, don't throw in the towel. Please don't. <laughs> it was hilarious. So, that's what's going on in NXT right now. Uh, so, yeah, that's really it for this week in wrestling. Uh, that's, did you do your uh, the top wrestler themes list? Bro, I forgot about that. But we can do it with Tyler, right? So, yeah, yeah with we'll Tyler. do it with Tyler. So when Tyler get, we'll probably have Tyler on next week or next episode. So we'll do it there. Uh, so yeah, yeah it's been busy, bro. And I forgot all about busy. that. I got to come up with a lesson by this Sunday, dog. For you, crew. Ooh, half over that, bro. <laughs> yeah, I got a book though, so I'm gonna be straight. All right, cool. But yeah, so that's it for this episode. Uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. Be on the lookout for our uh, top. It's actually going to be top 10 wrestlers with the best theme songs. So it's the rest. So like how to make sure I'm phrasing it right to you as well. So somebody like Triple H has like five theme songs. You're putting mm-hmm. off. So like people have, if, if somebody has one that just slaps, like a good example would probably be Stone Cold where his just slaps no matter what. And they just remix it. Yeah. That's fine. Or The Rock. You could throw them in if it's like that. But if they have a collection and all of them slap, then that's cool as well. So, okay. So, yeah. Like, because I'm just, spoiler alert, Triple H is my number one. I don't care. Triple H is my number one. That Dang. nigga has the DX theme song plus Evolution theme song with his all of his slap on top of it. Man, Triple H is cheating. But I it see is. what I can do. His is really cheating because, like, he does not have a bad theme song. At all. <laughs> at all. So, but make sure you follow us on Twitter at 3s from the ring, 3s from the ring. Uh, and also, whatever platform you listen to the podcast on, make sure you hit that subscribe button on you tweaking media. We're also on Instagram now as well. So make sure you follow us on Instagram for snippets of all the episodes, uh, each week's episode. So you know what the hell we're talking about and stuff as well. So. But we greatly appreciate you guys for listening. Keep supporting the brand. And peace. Avita Zen.